I'm gonna clap your mom. I'm, uh, it's a salty Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, y'all. Shout out to Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins, y'all. Is she a badass? We're talking about Guardians today. We are. It's the world's latest Guardians of the Galaxy review. I'm kind of mad that Greg isn't here because I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to poke the bear with a stick. Yeah. Because yeah. um, you know he's he's a big Guy Ritchie fan. And yes, uh, yes. apparently rumors abound that Guy Ritchie is flirting with directing Suicide Squad 2. Oh. So uh, I kind of wanted to, to see Interesting. how he felt well, about that. Well, uh, I don't know. Guy Ritchie has a lot of bombs, too. He does. He does. I watched Man from Uncle yesterday for the first time. Is that his? Yes, it is. Oh, perfect uh, segue. And, uh, well, I was going to do it the other way around, but gotcha. since Greg's not here, fuck him. Uh, so I actually didn't start liking it until like the second half of the movie. Like it took, okay. it took me a while to really get into the groove because the, the beginning and like the introductions of everybody, if it was really difficult to get through, but, uh, once it turned it on, it turned it on good. Cool. So I, I am curious. I wonder what his suicide squad two would look like, but, uh, not curious. Enough. Infinitely better than anything we've probably seen until we maybe have seen Wonder Woman well, as well. It would depend on how much. The studio stuck their finger in it, like they did with everything else that's come out so far. True. Like they would have to kind of let him do his thing. I'd, be, I'd get rid of Will Smith. Um, I don't think they would do that. They no, paid him a lot he, of money he, to be a very big character. Yeah. Him and Margot Robbie are definite backs. I think. Uh, I think Bo- uh, Captain Boomerang definitely comes back. Yeah, even if it's not that actor, I think they have him back. No, it's definitely gonna be that. Act. It's got to be. And, he and did I'm such a good job. Oh, I lo- I, I'm fine with him. Yeah, I'm fine with him. Um, he was he was arguably the lone bright spot in that entire movie. Yeah, I know some people didn't like him, but did they really? Hey, that, that he's not the, yeah, I'd love um, to talk to those people and, and see what DC they think. Fans, like, why they think that? Yeah, I'm not sure. They said they found him annoying, hmm. and I'm like, eh, whatever. I guess you, you know what it is is that I think some of those people uh, that, that saw that really only saw it for like Joker, Harley, and a Batman appearance. That's fair. You know, um, so it's it's more like, oh, who the fuck are even these other people? Yeah. You know, because who the hell knows who they are for the average person? No one. You know? <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, but hey, you could say the same thing about uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. The yeah, first one. that's true. No one knew who any of those characters were. Uh, but they just did a better job selling it. It was A, it was yeah. a smaller team, too. Like, they only had to introduce yeah. five characters. Whereas Suicide Squad, yeah. I think there were like nine it was a lot. Uh, yeah, I mean, they kill Slipknot like that. Yeah, so he was and, and oh, like spoiler. literally just brought him on to die in five. Yeah, minutes. and it's great that I think I told you that scene is right out of the comic. Yeah, Captain Boomerang kind of tricks him into doing I it. I think if I remember right, Jared told me that like in every iteration of Suicide Squad, when they bring Slipknot yeah. in, it's just so that he gets his head blown off by the thing. Like <laughs> that's funny. Like, I, I know at least in the one version that I read, the John Ostrander uh, back in the eighties. Um, that that occurred, and uh, it was quite quite funny. But it wasn't his head; it was his arm. Ah, yes, I, and I he, remember. And he dies bleeding out that. in the water. Yeah, yeah, in the swamp. It was during the uh, Millennium crossover. Yeah, it's almost like how the the losers every time they show up, you know, they're all going to die. It's just, it's yeah. a matter of how and in what order and when. Yes. So you want to just you want to just get right into it? You want to make this an all Guardians episode? There's just some shit you want to talk about to build up. Um. Yeah, I think we can jump right into it. I don't, I don't know what else uh, other than. Yeah. All right. Yeah, there's only nothing else. Let's start the very beginning of the movie. Okay. The very, very beginning. All right. 
I felt so fucking vindicated when Rocket said we were sent here to fight an interdimensional space monster. Because I've yeah. said for a long time that thing looks like something out of the Cancerverse. And I don't feel like getting into it too much because I don't want to spoil it. I just okay. I'd rather people just That's read fair. Dan Abnett and and What's yeah. Lanning's first name? I don't know. Andy. Andy Lanning's run on uh, Guardians of the Galaxy from 2008. Mm-hmm. Um, just read it. It's fantastic. And I don't know how to how to get into this uh, yeah. without spoiling it for you because there's just so many great reveals. But mm-hmm. uh, they're definitely heading in that direction for the third one uh, more and more. It seems like they're hewing closer to what happened there. Um, Interesting. Even though Gunn is totally, you know, Railroad. I wonder if that has anything to do with events that occur in Avengers Part 1 and 2, because I assume Guardians 3 will occur after that. Yes, so Gunn has come out and said that Avengers Infinity War is going to take place four years after um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, which seems very specific to me. But, you know, it is yeah. what it is. And we know Guardians 2 takes place two months after Guardians 1. He said that on Twitter. Yeah. See, well, this, this is very specific stuff. I know, I know. But that's excellent because then it, it allows us to establish a pretty firm timeline. Yeah, yeah. It's as close as you're going to get uh, in a movie without having, like, those little yeah. uh, bubbles in a comic book where it says, see, issue number blah, blah, blah of this book. Yes. Um, so I felt really, really cool about that. And then uh, I loved how this entire giant <clears throat> battle was happening in the background as we're watching Baby Groot dance. That was uh, yeah. That was a fabulous way of. I loved it. it and absolutely adored that whole opening scene. Yes. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, it was a great way to start it. Yes. Uh, where do we go after that? Uh, visiting the Sovereign. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how I feel about them. You don't like them? They're just okay. I, I enjoyed them. I enjoyed her specifically. I like the actress. They feel like a watered well. down version of. Um, the universal truth of church of truth from the book. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're douchey and that's yeah. fine, but I feel like there were a lot of character inconsistencies with like the way they rage quit. Um, and their little drone pods. I don't know what yeah. you'd call them where they had control over the, yeah, yeah. the, uh, remote mm-hmm. ships, fighter ships. Yeah. Uh, I, there was inconsistencies with like, uh, you know, we'll get to this and we'll get to this later. Like the, the laugh, the taser face laugh. Yes. Like that just felt very out of character, and just for the sake of the joke, I just I don't know. Really, you didn't like the, you didn't enjoy the whole bit. I loved it. The taser face thing? No, yeah, I, I really didn't. There were a lot. Wow, there right. were a lot of things in this movie that like it was good. Like it was. I don't want to get into overall <laughs> thoughts yet. I don't want, like. I just don't want to do that. Like I'd, I'd rather let, just like it, just let it flow. Just let the conversation. I'd flow. rather just like roll through the movie. You know. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. <laughs> like I thought the uh like a lot of the jokes were very flat. Very flat. Like they just didn't land yeah. for me. Uh okay. for for instance, like towards the beginning, that that the whole uh gag with the fruit that wasn't ripe, where Nebula's like, Let me eat the fruit, let me eat the fruit, I'm starving, let me have the fruit. And then she finally gets a hold of this fruit, she takes a bite and she spits it out, and she says it wasn't ripe. Like yeah. ah, that just I don't know if that was supposed to be that funny, though. That, that that just happened to be kind of a little ancillary thing there. I don't know that I looked at that as, like, where it was... I think they were going for, like, a cute little giggle, and they it just hurt instead. It was just painful. Yeah, well, I think maybe it was supposed to be because that character is not funny. Like, they kind of tried a, a number, in a little, little ways to make her funny, 
uh, and she's not. And I think no. that's kind of her thing is that she she bumbles even through that. Like, cause she has no idea how to do that. That's not even an ass. Having a sense of humor is not in Nebula's, you know. I think you're being <laughs> way too forgiving <laughs> of a, a really mediocre script. I was fine with it. I enjoyed it. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I, I didn't laugh at everything, uh, but I enjoyed what you know was there. I don't. Th- I didn't come out of it thinking that like, oh, there was more misses than hits for me. Um, you know, I enjoyed it, I, and I'm eager to see it again. I did actually think there were more misses than hits in terms of uh, in terms of humor landing and stuff like that. Yeah, and it it, it bugged me. It, it definitely bugged me. One of the big lands for me though was uh, yeah, the whole scene where Groot is tr- they're trying to explain to him how to get the fin, like where yeah. it is, and when he comes back with the guy's cybernetic eye, and yeah. Rocket's like, "Hold on." We're going to keep that. Why? Yeah. Because when he wakes up, oh, I know. <laughs> it was just, it was perfect. Cause it was a nice callback to the first one. It was, yeah. it was a great, uh, uh, character thing where he just likes to steal other people's, uh, artificial body yeah. parts. And even if a lot of this movie, I tried to watch like, okay, with the thought, if I saw this in a vacuum without the first one, how would it stand on its own two feet? And that was one of the few scenes where I thought, all right, it's a nice callback, and on its own, it really works here. There weren't a lot of scenes like that. And, like, one of the things that really bothered me is the relationships between everybody. Like, I didn't feel like they were interesting or had any kind of arc whatsoever. Everybody ends exactly where they started, except the only relationship that I enjoyed watching and even then it still mostly stays the same little only a little bit of change was gamora and nebula that that whole arc was the most interesting one in the whole movie rocket i don't By feel the like end, there was that a was big... a whole point that was that was that was the whole point with yondu where yondu and him have their connection and in the very end of the movie where star lord says to him hey it, it may have their exchange and it's implied hey things are all good now we've moved on from what was happening I realize now why I don't need to be a douche and everything. And, you know, they start fresh. I feel like they so just started, they were back at square one. They make a point. No, that they make a point at the beginning of the film to say, hey, you know, why are you trying to push everybody away? And by the end of the film, it's, you know, the the evolution of saying, hey, I realized I was being a douche, you know, because of Yondu. And now I'm, you know, going to make an effort and he forgives him, right. you know? So, you know, so it, 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 they even kind of, uh, you know, painted out for us that that's what, you know, at least happened with Rocket. Um, with Star-Lord, he has the closure of the father, this, um, despite it being painful. Right? I mean, that's yeah, the whole they, part they, of the they re- I, uh, story. The whole ego I don't thing like feels the like a fucking mess. What's that? The whole ego thing feels like a fucking mess. Really? Because they, the they painted him as a celestial and, like... That really didn't sit well with me. That didn't sit well with me at all. Okay. Because he's he's ego the living planet. He's not he's not yeah. a fucking celestial. He's not yeah. he's not a cosmic god in any sense. He's not on the level of like Odin. Perhaps that was just his ego speaking. Ah, uh, kill yourself. <laughs> what? I actually meant that a little bit literally. Um, you know where he was just. He's aware of the status of the celestials because we see them in the first one. Yes, we do, and um, that, that I think that's part of the reason why it bugged me is because we see a legitimate one in that yeah. flashback in the first one. Unless they're going to use that as a blanket term for cosmic level beings, quote, possible. 
That's possible. That's the only other thing that I could think of. Because it does have that ring to it. Yeah. Where, you know, they can do that for the cinematic universe audience. I didn't see I didn't yeah. enjoy like the CGI clusterfuck that it was at the end. That that really hurt it for me. But I am glad that they at least tied really? it to, I Yeah. It was, I saw it 3D IMAX. Right. As James Gunn said, it was intended to be viewed. Uh, so that's how uh, my wife and I saw it, and we have very specific. I know that that's not you're not a fan of it. I'm not either, but I figured for my first viewing, and I knew I would probably see it multiple times. Uh, you know, James Gunn had tweeted saying this is how I, it was shot and, and wrote, written for and everything like that. So it's like, all right, I will. Is that if the art? If that's how the art was intended to be viewed. That's how I'll, I'll view it for my initial viewing. And then, and then I can go from there. See, I feel like shooting but it. I thought it looked sharp as fuck, and yeah. I loved it. I think, I think there's something really wrong with shooting it for that specific format in mind, since it's, it's pretty clear that it's a dying format. Like, is it? Yeah, it is. Why it's, is it oh, it's still there? Well, at, at, first of all, the, the home 3D market is dead. They, they will not produce any more 3D TVs. That's okay. For home. No, it's fine. That's fine. But, but the, for the, that, that'll help the 3D, But 3D, 3D ticket sales are yep. not doing as well as Hollywood like, would like them to be doing. Gotcha. So well, I of course, just, they I want them to do well because it makes them more money. It's, it's really – yeah. It's and, and so it behooves someone like James Gunn to come out and be like, oh, yeah, totally. Go see it in 3D. Buy the $18 ticket instead of the $12 one or whatever it is. You know? True, true. Help my box office bottom line and make sure that yeah. I'm brought back to see Gar- to do Guardians Three. Now I've seen this, and this isn't really getting off topic. Did you happen to see it in 2D IMAX? Because that no, exists. I saw it in a regular theater. It's very rare, and it's hard to find that they do it. Um, but uh, when possible, it's fantastic because you're just seeing. It's not like 4K, but it's a much better resolution, mm-hmm. and you're not dealing with a 3D thing. Yeah. Um, so there have been some movies that I've been able to see see that, and it's not as expensive. It's a little bit more expensive than the regular ticket. Um, but I try to see stuff in that when I can. See, I have a hard time going to view IMAX when something isn't shot in IMAX. The last time I saw a, a regular movie in IMAX yeah. was The Dark Knight, because that whole action sequence with the the truck and the the bat cycle was shot yeah. in an, an IMAX. Yeah. With an IMAX camera. So I saw yeah. that in IMAX because I wanted to get the full effect there. Uh, otherwise, if it's just shot on a regular, you know, whatever the hell they, they use these days, uh, yeah. like a red cam of some sort, um, I don't know, I tend to not bother. Got you. So, um, much like, you know, a 3D movie, if it's shot in 3D, intended to, with a 3D camera, intended to be seen in 3D, then, okay, sure, go see it. I'm not going to do it because I don't want to spend the extra money on the ticket, but, yeah, uh, you know, knock yourself the fuck out. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about more cool stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's talk about actually. Let's talk about shitty stuff. Something else that I didn't like. Okay. I okay. did not like the use of Drax as a as a comedic device. Really? And that's that because I think simply because that's all he was through the entire movie. He was just a comedic device. They he didn't use butt. him for anything else. And also, he uh, is gonna. He opened up his heart to Mantis. But he didn't. He he did. The, by the, thought, end. the thought of her actually made him want to vomit. I know, but by the end of the film, he says to her that she's beautiful and all that, and then he, you know, and then he said on the they, inside, but then he they turned it into a joke. But it's a, that's still okay. That was still him, obviously opening up as much as he can, as much as Rex can. Yeah, and we assume four years later that they're banging by the next time we see him. I'm not assuming that. I'm, I'm assuming that's happening. No, I'm assuming that's he that almost vomited at the thought of being with her physically. 
<laughs> I know, but I think that changes. I think that changes. I don't. I think that's the the Drax equivalent of pulling the pigtails of uh, the girl that he likes. Okay. If you say so. Yeah. That's my that's that's my that's my vibe. Who and I and I enjoyed Mantis, although you really didn't see her do any of her martial arts stuff. No, and we didn't. I'm glad they actually took this away because it just creates more problems than it solves. She didn't have yeah. the precognition. Yes, which is a, a huge ability titles. of hers in the comics. And she didn't have the title Celestial Madonna, which I was slightly disappointed in because I was. I didn't betting, even know about that. Yeah, in the comics, that's her. Like her, she is the Celestial Madonna. It's a whole thing. Uh, no idea. But it's a title. Yeah. Uh, so I thought that was going to be a what very. Com- what obvious... comes with that title? Like what's, what's that? Uh, what comes with that title? Like what's the... all of the abilities that she has? Her powers are part of being the Celestial Madonna. Hey. So everybody, Jen's joined us, fresh from her Mother's Day breakfast. Woohoo! There you go, Jen. You didn't and have to come. You could have just chilled out with your kid. <laughs> uh, actually, she's taking a nap. Ringer took go. her oh, took her works. downstairs and uh, made pancakes that said "Happy Mother's Day." Nice. That's skill so, right there. Yeah, I That's don't know how he love. did it. Uh, but, Maybe uh, taking a nap might be a good Mother's Day gift too. Yeah, my yeah, mom that... yelled at me to get my wife flowers, but she doesn't know her like I do. So I went out and bought her hard cider instead. <gasps> Excellent. That's a woman after my own heart. So, uh, anyway, we're talking, uh, we're, we're doing our Guardians of the Galaxy review. We just got done saying Mantis uh, only kind of worked. Yeah. It, well, he said that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I liked her. I thought she, I, I enjoyed her. I thought her. she was adorable and hilarious. Uh, yeah. So, let's, let's talk about the first thing in the movie that I actually really liked. That Which whole was? Yondu rocket breakout scene was fucking magic. Yes, it was. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was excellent. Everything about it was great. Yondu got his due. Mm-hmm. I felt like there was a little nod to the fans when, like, one of the Ravagers was running around going, Yondu has a fin! <laughs> because everyone was complaining. <laughs> that's not a fin. That's a, well, not everyone. The three people who know who Yondu is before then were yeah. complaining, mm-hmm. oh, that's not a fin. That's just a mohawk. Yeah. Um, oh, okay, I see. I didn't know it was cool. called a fin. That was yeah, really that cool. actually, what we saw in this one is much closer to what he actually yeah. uh, looks like in the comic. Yeah. yeah, and he got the his comic due. comic is more of a biological part of his body not something yeah know. he looks like a fish in the book huh? <laughs> looks like a walking talking fish Man. yeah well he's blue and yeah he's got he's got that big fit on his head Yandu finally got his due because I feel like that whole scene where he was walking through the ship and his arrows just fucking everybody up is something that you would see in the books and I love um, that overhead shot when it was him and Rocket and that oh, it was just beautiful yeah or the one before that where the enemies were just raining down yes yes yeah. just, it, that was a beautiful sequence uh what came after that uh, let's see. Uh, after that was the two of them going to rescue uh, Peter. Yeah. And they rendezvous with them. And they go, oh, wait, well, they go through the, uh, to get there, they have to d- jump through, what is it, 30 dimensions? Whatever oh, that, did Seven, you enjoy that? 700 or something. I love it. I, although, I gotta say, I didn't understand the point of that. Was it just to see them make funny faces? Yes. <laughs> that, well, so. that was part of it, but there was also a lot of Easter eggs in the yeah. places that you saw them visiting. That, that, oh, that is true. And I have to see it I again only caught one to, to verify. Which was which the one obvious you... one, the Watcher one. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you didn't see the uh, those creatures uh, that, that were fighting were in the desert in Thor Ragnarok. No. Uh, oh, the fighting ones that that looked like they were on a uh, yes. Those are the same creatures yeah. you also see in Thor uh, Two: Dark World. It's the mm. big creature that step, jumps out in the beginning, that jumps up and steps out, and they're like, oh, the rock God, monster he's thing? Kick Thor's butt. Yeah. And he, like, hits him one shot, and he goes, who's next? Or anybody yeah. else, or something like that? Exactly, because Thor's fucking awesome. Well, he should <laughs> be, except they made him into a little bitch in the movies. 
Yeah, but not anymore. Now the next movie is all battle scenes. Not anymore, man. Thor Ragnarok, dude. That's where he lays it fucking down. You think, you think yeah, he's going to finally get it? Dude, he's getting the title back, dude. I'm saying it right now. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think dude. so. I think Hulk dude. is in that I movie to make sure Thor doesn't get American. it. What? <laughs> yeah, no, he's going to come out, man. He's eating his vitamins. Is, is he going to come he out with the same prayers because he's a fucking god. Is he coming out with the Fu Manchu, a blonde Fu Manchu? <laughs> no, no, no. He's got the goatee, though. You saw it, right? Thor. He's got the short hair now. Hulk the new Hogan, short hair is Odinson. growing on me. I didn't like it last the first time I saw it, but now it's grown on me. Is it really? Yeah. yeah. That's how it looks in the comics now. Uh, that's a waste of like a really good hairpiece that they finally perfected. You know what? I, I didn't yeah. like it. I've never liked it. I thought he looked better with his real hair being long on the first one. Even no. I love that than the shitty wig that they've given him since. I no, thought I never looked at the dirty very, half ponytail thing. I thought it looked obviously bad in all of them. No. It's one of my only criticisms about it. It's why I wish they had him wear a helmet. You and I just can't agree on the hair thing, can we? I can't no, believe you're can. paying attention to his hair when he's got abs like, whoa. I mean, <laughs> well. <laughs> how can you pay attention to anything else? Now, this may be a personal bias because I'm very attracted to Chris <laughs> But okay, yet, all the female is. characters, all they talk about is his arms, the size of his arms. His arms are yeah. quite nice, though. <laughs> Shoulders. I love in the Thor Ragnarok trailer when he, when you finally see the uh, gladiator scene, and he walks out before he puts the helmet on. You know, he walks out in dramatic fashion, and he looks down and he like looks at the vein in his arm. Yeah, he's like and then flex, he looks back flex. up, like okay, <laughs> this one's for the I'm ladies. sexy and I'm ready. <laughs> this one's for you, ladies. Yeah, no, oh my goodness. Brian, did yeah. you enjoy that The Watcher is finally part of the uh, MCU? Um, I thought that was interesting that they they said that. I think that's maybe about all we'll see of them. You think so? Yeah. I, I don't know if the, we'll see Uatu or any of that. Um, but, uh, I mean, hey, the door's open to if they want to, but I'm fine with there being just a little cameo like that. I think yeah. it's just going to be the cameo because now that they've established that they look very cartoony and kind of funny looking... They're not going to yeah. bring them back in the very serious and gritty MCU. They're going <sighs> to. They might do something else. And I like, but I like that Stanley was playing himself for the first time in a Stanley cameo. Wait, was just, he? I mean, yeah. I'm pretty sure because he mentioned something about it being a FedEx line. driver. About being yeah. what? The, his only line is that he's like, well, around that time I was a FedEx driver, and I'm like, oh, he's being himself, and oh, he's just okay. telling them about his life. Probably because yeah. he's getting old and like doing these cameos is getting harder. <laughs> he's so harder. tired of it. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't even move anymore. Like in the first couple Stanley cameos, he you'd see him like walking yeah. down a street yeah. or like physically doing something. Yeah. And now every time we see him, he's just sitting somewhere. That's a good point. You know. Well, I uh, I actually he uh, uh, we've probably said this here before, and I have two anecdotes. First one is uh, James Gunn uh, directed, of course, the next five cameos for Stanley. They're already shot and filmed for the next yeah. five films. Uh, or appearances. So we assume that's through Avengers and maybe Black Panther, Captain Marvel, maybe, mm-hmm. as the next ones. Or Thor, obviously, will there'll be one. So maybe not Captain Marvel. It might stop at Black Panther. No, I think that I think that take five. That takes us a far way ahead, man. That's like eight years, at least. Two Avengers films, Thor Ragnarok coming, and we just had uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, shit. See, that tells me they're counting on him not living too much longer. That's super <laughs> well, depressing Like to think about because they're like, well, just in I mean, case Stanley fucking dies. Well, yeah, here's, here's, here's a little thing. Uh, a guy I work with uh, uh, told me a story where he used to work. I can't say that company either. Had a big event. The company he used to work for is a fairly big company as well. And I won't say where I work either, but um, <laughs> it's also very luxurious and, 
and uh, <laughs> where I work. Um, it's uh, fancy and it's a privilege, really, to be there. All right, I'm, and I I'm live cutting... a very extravagant life. Why are you stepping on my shit? I'm cutting all I'm this I'm trying out. to frame the story. I'm cutting this is there a rest stop it's, between it's you not, and the end of this intro? Fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. All that's just... <laughs> uh, So at this event, they had Stanley there as a speaker. Uh, but basically they had a chair set up for him. And they had two guys carry Stan in and sit him down in the chair and pick up his one leg and oh. put it over the other for him and, like, kind of had to help sit there to keep him propped up throughout that... this entire event. No. Now, also... How long ago was this? Sorry, not to interrupt. Last year. Okay. Also, the uh, this year, it's already been said, that this summer... Uh, that's coming up right now. The the con season that's just starting up is his last one, and he will m- might not be able to attend all of his scheduled appearances. Uh, I don't like that. I know. I know. This makes me I know. It's like it's like hearing your grandpa's sick. Yeah. You know, you know it, it, it just that's one of those rare, uh, I guess, quote unquote, celebrities uh, that I actually give a shit about. You know? Yeah. So that's 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 kind of a weird one, but yeah. So it, it's I think you know like uh, okay. You know. <laughs> was that a was that a salty exclusive? Uh yeah, actually exclusive. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. Oh. That's the kind of inside information you're only going to get here at the Awfully Salty podcast. Yeah, yeah, depressing inside information about your childhood heroes. Welcome, welcome to Awfully Salty. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Now go forth and have a beautiful day. Yes, it's Mother's Day. It's Sunday. It's sunny outside, basically. Uh, That's right. All right, well, let's get back to Guardians. Yeah. This has nothing to do do with you guys. (laughs) Stop. Is that Steve? (laughs) Yes. Tell him I said to fucking quit it. (laughs) Tell him we're making art. Bobby says stop, quit it. We're making art. Yes. He was doing a dance. <laughs> is, is he doing things with his dick? It's his yep. dick, isn't it? Yep. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Go away. <laughs> oh, my God. This is a very powerful microphone, so I'm not sure how much this is getting picked up. Stop. What? <laughs> Go away. I can't confirm it and I heard a slapping noise. Shut up, motherfucker. God damn it. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> Bobby, <laughs> As Mother's Day, John, how you doing? Bobby, you'll hear this later. If you really, <laughs> I don't want to hear his dick. <laughs> six, 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 six. I, I've, I've heard <laughs> I know that's great. Stop animating it. I don't need the visual with your hands. <laughs> God damn it. Stop <laughs> That's my friend's dick. I don't need to know. He won't leave. No. <laughs> Salty exclusive. Steve's Salty dick. Jen's exclusive. Husband, Jen's husband's dick. Here on the show. dick noises. Very, sp- very special yeah. guest. Steve's dick sound. Do you happen to, Jen, I don't know. Uh, I'm not going to ask how endowed he is or Woo. isn't. But do you yes. happen to have a xylophone in the house? <laughs> Perhaps he could play us a tune. Oh, Just tell him to gosh. run it across a keyboard. You know, uh, we have so many across, keyboards in the house, too. Run across and then do Old MacDonald had a farm. <laughs> we could do that. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Okay, second of all, that's how you know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Jesus, God. So, uh, it's a, like within two minutes... Within two minutes of Manta showing up, I leaned over to my husband, who was not naked at the time, and I was like, uh, I was like, okay, this guy's definitely, like, I don't don't know anything about the comics, so I was going into a completely, like, uh, mysterious, and I I go, you know, he's definitely evil because he's got a pet Asian girl, (laughs) (laughs) who literally is like... Oh my my master and, and you know and she doesn't know anything she's innocent you know she's yeah. he he took her when she was little and raised her to be as like you know I'm like this is this something going on here <laughs> yeah so that's probably why is they're like this guy pretty much has I a living sleep I had yeah. him sleep I mean mm-hmm. big big Dragon Ball Z style final fight aside my biggest yeah. gripe with this movie mm-hmm. as a whole. Heresy, I enjoyed it. I thought it was just a fun little anomalous thing. Oh, it was it was fine. Like next yeah. to the, next to the yeah. first one, though, it was really disappointing because the first one is fucking magic. Um, my biggest really, problem, I thought the Ronin fight was kind of boring. The yeah, that's fair. But my biggest issue was when you were this is this is the best way I can put it after like doing a lot of thinking. When you were a school, when you were a kid on the school ground, did anyone ever do that like prank to you where they'd run up to you and they'd be like, "Ooh, your epidermis is showing," and you're like six years old. You're like, "What the fuck's an epidermis? Is my dick out?" Like, yeah. and you'd be looking around, checking if your flies open or whatever. Yeah. My biggest issue with this movie is I feel like it's James Gunn is showing, and I mean that in like a bad way, because like the first one came out and everybody was like, "Wow, this fucking this magical director came out of nowhere and he made this like super great movie that like works on so many fucking levels and like before this he did like movie 43 and slither like that doesn't make any sense and with this one i feel like i see it now like the james gunn is showing and not in a good Mm. way you know what i mean i hear what you're saying like the whole scene where drax goes up to ego is like do you have a penis like that whole thing, oh, I was yeah. like, dude, I really don't like this scene is not landing for me. It's yeah. bad, crude humor. I have a similar gripe, which is some of the jokes where it's like you can you can tell they were going for some of that, some of the comedy magic from the first one. But like when uh, Rocket is making fun of Taserface, yeah, oh that Taserface scene was cringy to me, and it just so goes cringy. on too long because like I'm yep, just imagining you waking up in the morning yeah. and looking at the mirror and saying, you know what would be a great name? Yep. Taserface! Yeah. I'm like, this is the whole scene. Like, it's not funny. Like, no. we should have... some. He should have said other things. Like, none of this is... the Like, kind of the rocket sarcasm that we... It just, it just didn't land. Thing. None of yeah. it landed. I, I was saying to Brian I enjoyed before... It. I enjoyed it. I think my wife enjoyed it. Some other people I've talked to have also enjoyed that scene. Even, even the scene where he, like, radios the Sovereign and he's like, tell him the man who sealed his fate was Taserface, and she laughs I at lo- him on the I video that. <laughs> that, that didn't work for me. Like, yeah. it just didn't oh, land. Did. I liked it. Yeah. And but, like, that he, takes, but, say, but that being said, that only takes like 5% of my enjoyment away. 95% of me was like, this is the greatest thing I've experienced all year. You know? uh, it's know. ranked right now. Uh, I happened to do this uh, with uh, a group of friends. We did our top 10 uh, comic book movies, uh, period. And my top three were Civil War, Guardians, and Guardians 2. 
Uh, I only agree with one of those three. I would have to put Iron Man in my top three somewhere, the first one. The first one? That's fair. The first one is is really, really good. Just because it's so iconic. And it was was in my top ten. Yeah. It was definitely in my top ten. And and just like um, like, uh, like, uh, Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool and uh, Mm -hmm. Hugh Jackman is Wolverine. Robert Downey Jr., there's no better Tony Stark. Yeah. And now that it's... To the point been... where the comics are now written as Robert Downey Jr.'s. Yeah, and they're drawn to look exactly like him. Yeah. So it's just like, if you replace the actor, it's gonna... It would take some real convincing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Jen, the thing I was saying to Brian before you logged on was like, the only real joke like that for Rocket that worked for me was the callback where he... Uh, where Groot took that guy's eye while he was looking for the fin, and and Rocket's like, whoa, 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 I want to keep that. Yeah. Like, that worked for me, because I said I was trying to watch this movie both as a sequel and what would it be like in a vacuum, like mm-hmm. if it just was a standalone. And as a standalone movie, it's just okay. And that was one of the few moments where it worked really well as a sequel, because yeah. it was a callback and it worked as, like, a standalone joke, because I, I thought that one was funny. I thought it was funny, but ironically... I didn't think it was that funny. I would have been yeah. like, ah, okay. Actually, that, got that, that missing one. eye joke kind of fall, fell flat for me too. Okay. I don't like yeah. it when when Rocket just becomes hysterical out of nowhere. Yeah, like it I has like, to be a logical progression. And instead, he was just like, "They won't know where his eye is." Yeah, I, I, it would have been a bit, you know. I, I think almost just saying no, 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 let me keep that and have him put it aside would have been enough. And, you would have been, and then move on with the scene. I would have just laughed there, but then having him go on and on, I agree. Yeah, it but a little bit like if you had just taken the energy level down of that line, he's like, "Hey, when he wakes up, he won't know where his eye is." That's hilarious. Cut. Instead of just having him like yeah. scream and fall on the floor laughing, it's like I don't think yeah. Rocket is this was this hysterical in the last one. That's fair. Yeah, like uh, hysterically mooted. Rather, yeah. um, but I, you pro- guys have probably already mentioned how Baby Groot. We did not uh, have a Baby Groot discussion. Really? Because I'm officially yeah, sold on Baby Groot can have his own movie. He can have his own <laughs> television series on the on you know the old school WB, and I would watch it every week. I'm not ashamed. <laughs> and as soon as he and as soon yeah. as Baby Groot like showed up on the screen and he was like moving around and doing dances, he's so cute. It's just yeah. it, it's just like they did the they did the cute little baby face and the big like the big wide eyes like yeah. just taking it all in. I was like, oh, it's a baby. I love him immediately. Forever. See, but that that was a callback that didn't work. Where Drax like falls in front of him and looks at him and he freezes every time. Like, oh, yeah. why is he? Eh. Oh, I thought that, that was. One, cute. I agree. I agree with that one. I was like, okay. Like, I, get it. I mean, that was funny in that little extra scene in the first one and in, in mm-hmm. the end credit scene. Yeah. You know when he stopped. That I thought it worked then, yeah. obviously, but we didn't need to see that again. No. Like, okay, we remember that. It's okay. Yeah. You know? We did, that did um, not work this time. I think that was forgivable yeah. for the goofy dance, dance intro scene. Yeah. The only purpose was to have you ignore the credits that they have to get through. <laughs> Baby Groot definitely mostly worked. Definitely worked for the most part. There were parts but, where I was like, all right, I get it. You're trying to, like, make me love this little tree thing. And they succeeded with that for me and my wife. There was a a moment later on that night when I was in my office and she was in the bedroom and she was on her tablet. What were you wearing? uh, What's that? What were you wearing? Nothing. He was uh, doing the dance. At the time, I was wearing a pair of jeans. Uh, I was. Do you know what the bat is? The bat? Yeah, with your dick. The dick dance. Oh. Yeah, oh, I, I didn't know they had names. I don't do oh, yeah, there's all kinds of little puppetry that you can do. <laughs> yeah, there's a whole uh, state show actually in the city. Puppetry of the penis. Puppetry of the penis. Yep. See? There you go. The penis is weird. <laughs> it can be. 
Exclusive. Uh, one of the few criticisms I have, too, is I don't enjoy their relationship at all with uh, Peter and Gamora. Yeah. No. I, 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 yeah, I don't, I don't like it. I don't feel it works. Oh, that reminds me. I got to take Greg to task for a second because I had a reminder pop up on my phone. Uh, yeah. A few months ago, he predicted that Marvel was going to set up Star-Lord and Captain Marvel to hook up. And it's very clear after this movie that that is not what they're doing. Sorry. Yeah. Just had to get yeah. that out there. Because you're just right, reminding me. That's fair. Thank you. That's or it'll fair. be like a romantic conflict in one of the... It won't. <clears throat> <laughs> it won't. Uh, I'm going to bet they keep her grounded with the other MCU and out of this one. I don't know. I wonder. They have the. She has the capability of being one of those characters that can go back and forth um, between the two. But I don't know if she'd fit with she this. I don't know if really, wants she's it. so much better on her own. Yeah, I as agree. A character. I agree. It's just, it's just a love interest for Carol Danvers. Just it's so. I don't not, think you should have it at all. Not yeah. It's just not in line with who she is have as her a just character. Kick ass. That's it. That's it. Have her kick ass. Her 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 love affair is with her fists. And yeah. Yeah. Oh. That's right. Sparkle fist, baby. <laughs> anyway. Oh, uh, what else about this movie? I don't know. I, okay, so where was you? Um... Oh, cameos. There were like eight. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I first saw uh, Stallone and was like, oh, that's great. Like, I get it. I didn't yeah. think he would come back. No, you didn't. I don't think, because he's actually playing a member of a team known as Guardians 3000, who are the Guardians of the Galaxy of the future. Well, Which... they were originally called the Guardians of the Galaxy. They were the original team. Uh, uh, and they took place 3,000 years in the future. Earth has since been destroyed. Uh, and there was a completely different group of characters. Huh. Um, and well, we saw those characters. Future. What's that? I, I knew that uh, when they had the funeral scene, I was like, yeah. ooh, more cameos. Like, I called it in my mind. I was like, oh, here we go, yeah. cameos. They're going to flash around because we know we have one Sylvester Stallone cameo on one ship. But then they went to yeah. the next one. I was like, who are these people? And then they went to the third. I was like, that's Michelle Miao. She was in fucking, uh, 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 what is it? Crouching Tiger. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah, a bunch of so much stuff. She's, been, she's a huge star. She's awesome. Yeah. I was like, Apparently, I Miley Cyrus is in that final Yeah, scene. she's the little talking robot head. Oh, so she did some motion capture. No, Probably. she did the voice. Oh, just the voice, not even motion capture. Yes. Apparently, well, the tongue the sticking out was the clue. Oh. I didn't see that. Wait, what's, I just what's, remember kind of. Apparently, the robot has a tongue sticking out. It happened and that's too the fast. Clue that it's her. Exactly. I didn't catch that. Yeah. Missed that. That's what someone told me, and I was like, "Oh, I didn't catch that either." I was gonna come home because they're and like, like, "Oh, Miley Cyrus." I was like, "Really?" Yeah. I, I didn't. You know, she has literally uh, two sentences. That's it. That's the whole thing. Yeah, I have to see it again because I know who most of the people are and there's some interesting stuff about that one scene in general obviously you have uh charlie 27 was the big muscular guy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh generally portrayed as caucasian uh and this time not but totally fine with that that guy that i think before. looked cgi a little bit <clears throat> Ving i'm fine with it what's that that's ving rames that's right it is ving rames that's right i almost forgot to even mention that um so i thought that was cool ving rames uh, is a fucking man i'm glad to see him getting work again <laughs> yeah definitely uh, you also uh, have the crystal guy is a character known as Martin X, yep. who has the power to generate both fire and ice. David Rosenbaum, uh, aka High School Lex Luthor from Smallville. That's who that was. That was him. Oh, that's awesome! That makes me so happy too because yeah. I'm a big fan of his. That was him. Oh, that makes me. Oh, that makes me so happy. Because afterwards, I looked up. Franchise? I went to look up like who was playing all those people, and so yeah, because yeah. there were like nice. twelve right in a row. Yeah. Now, who was that uh, monster-looking uh, character? It was like almost a snake-looking character that does the magic stuff that same, and it has that same pattern that you see in Doctor Strange that they always use. Oh, the I didn't magic see that. 
yeah, there's a character that looks... Do you remember... Um, have you seen uh, episode one, Star Wars Phantom Menace? And the pod race scene? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Do you remember the bully guy that he races against, Sebulba? Yeah. yeah and you remember kind of the head-looking design? You got me nervous for a second. I was like, yeah. oh, God, I'm not going to remember. So no, no, I just third, needed a visual reference. Third string dude in the middle of a pod race. <laughs> I also want to say when you're looking at the screen, he was in the upper right hand of the group. I couldn't see the lower half because I think he was kind of semi-behind. But he does an elaborate arm movement and creates that same energy and the same exact pattern that we just saw in Doctor Strange. Oh, shit. Hmm. That they cast for all of their spells. I completely missed that. So it's very obvious that that character is a quote-unquote spellcaster. Who it is, I do not fucking know. (laughs) I'm wondering if Michelle Yeoh is playing Nikki Six from the guard, that original team, but she didn't look like her. Nikki Six had hair. She didn't have hair. She just literally had fire. Hmm. And she used a couple guns. That's expensive effects. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they would waste that. Is on it a small just cat. having fa- having digital uh, CGI Con- fire on her head? Is flames? that bad? Yeah, constant With flames. A, yes. You just put a green fucking that that would speedo cost, cap on her. And that go. would cost way more than you would get back in returns on character like that. It really? depends on whether or not they're giving these people an actual movie or multiple cameos in upcoming films. I fair. think they're going to have That's a big fair. role in the third movie of... Love a big role. I think you guarantee Sylvester Stallone's character is going to die. Yes. Starhawk? Absolutely. What's another cameo from that movie? Oh, uh, Uh, The Hoff. Oh, Hasselhoff. That was good. That was very uh, Chris Evans in Dark Dark World-esque. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That was... I loved that that cameo, too. It was so subtle and quick and not like, hey, look who it is, da-da-da, and then it was was over. Um, wasted opportunity no tango and cash reunion I know they said it before the movie came out but I was hoping it was like a bluff and that it would actually be there never happened Uh, and then they had yeah that would have been nice I've always tango and cash is kind of a cult classic for me I was I was just oh I was gonna say where do we rank it in like the overall like better than but worse than I'm giving it a perfect score five out of seven (laughs) god damn it (laughs) never mind no but really I would I would give it a 9 out of 10. Besides some, like, really forced bits where, like, they were like, Rocket is so funny, and it really wasn't. And maybe, like, maybe there were, like, one or two Drax moments where I was like, no, let's, come on, keep going. Yeah. That's enough. Uh, I'll sell I'll, I'll, I'll it as a solid 8 out of 10. Oh, wow, that's higher good, than I thought you'd give it. It was, well, it was, it was an entertaining movie, but, like, the first one was so fucking good mm-hmm. that I just expected more. These movies are good because it's, anybody can go see them, even if you're not a fan of comic books. And I told my, like, I told my yeah. parents who don't know from, who don't know any comic from any comic. Like, my mother really enjoyed Deadpool, and I was yeah. like, you should go see. Guardians. A lot of people have, yeah. yeah. It's like you, you'd love it. You don't need to. know. He has good universal nothing. appeal. I think as with the Guardians. Yeah. And and I will say this too. Um, I would give it nine out of ten as well, just like Jen. Uh, and something I, I said prior to this coming out is. Um, I think that when we look back on all the Marvel Cinematic Universe stuff, that Guardians of the Galaxy will probably be its crowning achievement. And I think that this... The first one. Both. I think it, as a oh. franchise for... Shut up, Bobby. Both. Will, will uh. be probably one of the best things that they put out. We'll, we'll see how good Avengers Infinity War is. It has the potential to be amazing, or we'll see. Cause that's or a total clusterfuck. Yeah, they have a lot squeezed into that fucking movie. So, final verdict... Uh, better than Doctor Strange, not as good as the first Guardians. Uh, that's fair. And that's just off the top of my head real quick. Well, Number yeah, three all-time uh, comic book movie for me. 
Uh, lofty, can't lofty praise. Definitely can't number do three, it. Because Guardians Guardian is first... number two. No, I, uh, I saw Spider-Man two up there. Uh, and... You have Iron Man two up there. No, Spider-Man. Oh, Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2. 2. Yeah, very low. Spider-Man 2, I've still got uh, Dark Knight, and I've still got the first Guardians. Uh, yeah, both of those are in, in my top, but uh, just I have Dark Knight beneath Guardians can't, 2. Can't do it for this one. This one's like... I'm very cr- super critical of Batman movies, um, and as uh, great as the Christopher Nolan films are, uh, it's still not the Batman film that I want. This one, this Guardians 2 is... 10 to 15 for me, somewhere around there. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I loved it. I know there's some things that definitely did hit for you for me. I, it, like I said, it had more hits than misses. I rated very high. Jen? If we were if we're including if we're including Marvel, DC, and then even extraneous comic book franchises, I would have to At think least about, in my list, yeah. I would it, have to think about it a little comic more, book but... movies and properties. That includes 300, Sin City, etc. Yeah. Like, uh, since it, like, things I can't even think of off the top of my head, I would have to, like, do re- actual fucking research on the internet. Yeah. But, I mean, like those were... movies where you're like, that was a comic book? Like, those, yeah. those kind of ones? Even, like, yeah. ones that I didn't even know about because it was made off some obscure comic from the 80s that fucking Rob Leefield drew and then everyone hated it. <laughs> Black is a comic movie most people don't know that. There you go. See, that's why I would have to think about it. But which, one, which one? Men in Black. Men in Black. Oh, it's a yeah, Marvel property. Yeah. yeah. There's a they lot of things that were based it, on yeah. comic, like one-off comic books and mm-hmm. everyone just saw the movie. But it's like, oh, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was based off a little tiny independent black and white comic book that yeah. someone drew for a couple yeah. issues yeah. and then it got wildly popular. So you could, yeah. you know, you could say that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is a comic book or comic book movies. Yeah. So. Uh, if you ever want to watch... Speaking of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, just real quick. If you ever want to watch some bonkers-ass shit... Go Ninja, go Ninja, go. Go Ninja, what? go. What? No, there was like a 25th anniversary <laughs> episode of whatever car- whatever version of the cartoon was running at the time on Nickelodeon. Yeah. And it was, called, it was a two-parter called the Turtleverse, where they had the current cartoon yeah. team up with the 80s cartoon... <gasps> And then towards the end, they teamed up with the comic book versions. So there were three versions of Turtles and three versions of Shredder. Yeah, but they did it with the Turtles. Where? And there were three versions of the Turtles and three versions of Shredder running around in the same story. Who did this? I gotta find this and watch it. Nickelodeon Nickelodeon did this for like the 25th anniversary of Ninja Turtles. I gotta find this and watch it. Holy shit, Yeah, and there's... it, It was... It was really good. It was really fucking good. Did they get fucking Barry Glenn they, to do Donatello? Because he was my oh, favorite. Wow. He, he even like referenced the, the, 80s the and movie 90s versions, too. Actor. Like, it was good. I haven't seen any of the new ones. They just look horrible to me. I saw the old ones, Vanilla Ice and all. Uh, I loved the 80s cartoon. Had the toys. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, absolutely, uh, absolutely loved. Read the comic books like, well after the fact. but just If you ever get the chance, find it and watch it, because it was actually really good. That sounds right up it my was, alley. It was it was funny because like the '80s turtles show up and they're like, yeah man, like everything's so much fun and great and like everything's like all cartoony and like a joke to them. Yeah. And then they go back to like the comic book turtles and when they finally meet them, they show up and they're like, so uh, murder's no big deal. No, no, <laughs> Just, Raph- they have yeah, no yeah, problem yeah. with Dude, killing anyone or eventually Raphael like quits the comic book team because they're too soft for him and him and Casey Jones go and like become like their own little team and just go around and, and murder fucking people. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's they do some really dark fucked up shit in the comics. Yeah. yeah it, there's some the, the comics get really weird. They yeah. meet Batman at one point, they do a Batman crossover. Yeah. They've done a Ghostbusters crossover. They killed Donatello and brought him back as a cyborg. Wait, what? Donatello fought Rocksteady and Bebop by himself and they killed him. Oh, Donatello's and my favorite. I know, I love Donatello. No. Uh, Raphael's always been my favorite though. 
Um, now it's Cybertello. And uh, so then he comes back as a cyborg. Yeah. Does he have a cyborg dick? Um, well, you know, we, we assume <laughs> in the shell that there might be some kind of turtle-like member. I don't know how that works for that species. I assume not. Ew. Comes out looking turtle. Ew. It's got fins and feet and everything. It's like a second. It's like the alien head. It looks like the alien. Yes, the alien. And that's how it comes in. And it's another little turtle. Oh. On that note, can I just say there's entirely too much dick in this week's episode of Alpha Salty? <laughs> it's, it's the Mother's Day dick episode. It's Mother's <laughs> Day, you savages. On this awfully salty episode. Oh. Uh, on Facebook, we're Awfully Salty. <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter at SaltyPod. Tumblr, awfullysalty.tumblr.com. You can subscribe to this dick-filled extravaganza <laughs> on iTunes and Google Play. <laughs> happy Mother's Day, everybody. By the time you listen to this, I hope you had a happy Mother's Day, everybody. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you all next week. Adios, amigas. Bye-bye. Peace.